Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Well, hello everyone and welcome to God's Word for Life. I'm your host, Jonathan McClintock. This is episode number 35. This is a lesson companion podcast, so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Living Word Winter 2020-2021 Lesson Manual or Student Workbook and turn to lesson number three intended for December 20th, 2020, the lesson entitled Greater is He That Is in You. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Bible, sit back, and let's dive into God's Word together. Before we look into God's Word together and see how we can apply it to our lives this week, if you want to go ahead and turn there and hold your place in Luke chapter 2 and 1 John chapter 4, we'll read from those chapters in just a moment. But before we do that, 1874, the security firm ADT was born. For well over 140 years, they have been serving homeowners and business owners, keeping places safe and monitored Uh, Throughout the United States, their blue octagonal logo with the bold white overlapping letters in the center can be seen almost everywhere. They are clearly beyond startup stage, which is why the move Tony Wells made in 2013 was so startling. He left his posh CFO office in Boca Raton, Florida, and began working alongside blue-collar workers in the field. He didn't have to leave his office. He could have hired out the job he wanted done, but he chose to live and work among the people who worked for him to see what it felt like. He did admit it was harder than he thought it was going to be. It was harder than it looked. And although he makes his money in marketing, while working in the field, he struggled to convince a local business to purchase ADT services. It would have been easier to make mandates from the safety of his executive office, but working in the field gave him insight into what his employees face every day. In our lesson today, in the text that we're going to look at, we'll see that our God lived among us in flesh as Jesus Christ. Now, few believed he was who he said he was, and and few believed uh, that be, and few could fathom that a God would love them and leave behind the safety of heaven for the dangers of earth. But if he did not have to come, Why did he? He came because he loves us. He came to seek and to save. Perhaps he even came so we would believe him when he tells us he understands what we're going through because he went through it too. Let's look into Luke chapter 2 and 1 John chapter 4 and the lesson, Greater is he that is in you. All right, let's look at Luke chapter 2. And we're going to read verses 6 through 11. This will be familiar this time of year, this Christmas season. Let's read Luke 2, verses 6 through 11. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. 
And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now let's look at 1 John chapter 4, and we're going to read the first six verses of that chapter. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, wherever you have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. Verse 4, here is our focus verse. Verse 4 says this, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they are of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God, he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Again, the focus verse, 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The focus thought for this lesson is Jesus came in the flesh to save us and to give us the power to overcome the world. What an important truth that we can come to recognize and revisit in these days surrounding the Christmas season. That God manifest himself in flesh, came in flesh as Jesus Christ, and gave himself, lived among us on earth, and gave himself so that we might be made overcomers. When you look at these uh, six verses in Luke chapter 2 that we read, what is this good news of great joy for this Christmas season? Now, it's similar to what it was that first Christmas season. The angels appeared to the shepherds, and they said, Fear not. For we bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. That joy was given to everybody. And back in that day, people didn't recognize it. They didn't see it. They didn't understand what was happening. Very few recognized it at the time. The angel said, good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And what was that good tidings? What was that, that good news? It was that unto you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And I don't know how difficult 2020 has been for you. It's been difficult for very many people. Maybe you've been hit harder than some. And I don't know what you've been through and what you've had to deal with other than what most people have had to deal with. Maybe there's been some extra things that you've had to go through and deal with this year that maybe others haven't. Or just for you, it's been especially difficult and especially hard. I want to encourage you and tell you there's good news and there's great joy available to you right now, this Christmas season, because Jesus Christ came, your Savior, which is Christ the Lord. He came then, those 2,000 years ago, in that manger, laid in the hay there with Mary and Joseph, his father and his mother. He came then, but he still comes today. And if you call upon his name, he can bring you exactly and be exactly what you need in your life right now. There is good to I bring you good tidings of great joy, because today, this day, December 21st, whatever you're listening, whenever you're listening to this, or December 22nd or 23rd, whenever it may be, 
If you're listening to this, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Jesus Christ is with you. He's near you. You call upon his name and he is there. You can have joy no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's pressing down upon you. Lift your eyes and look unto the hills from whence cometh your help, because your help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Jesus Christ, he is born, and he's alive today, and he's calling on you. He wants to give you the great joy that you need in your life today. Let's look at 1 John. We got these passages coupled together here, and there's a reason. Because this, this, this great joy, this hope, means a lot more than just that a baby was born, just that God manifest himself in flesh, which is an incredible miracle in and of itself, and an incredible promise that was revealed. But I want you to see how this all plays together. First John chapter 4, let me read verses 1 through 3 again to you. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. And he, he says this here, there's a distinction you need to make. Know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ came not in the flesh, or came in the flesh, is of God. But every spirit that says he didn't come in the flesh is not of God. It's the spirit of Antichrist. So why is it important to believe that God came in the flesh? Why is it important to believe that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh? It's so important for us to understand that Jesus Christ came as 100% man and 100% God. That is the mystery of godliness that God manifest himself in flesh, that God of heaven, God of, of all creation, that God manifest himself, became seen, became visible in flesh. It is so important that he did not come as God, um, as 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 God alone, as as or I should say, as God alone, as as uh, divinity alone. He didn't come as divinity alone. He didn't come as someone who could not sin, who could not be touched with with hurts and with pains. But he came one hundred percent God and one hundred percent flesh. We must understand that. If he had not, if he had not come in the flesh then his sacrifice would mean nothing. But it's because he came in the flesh and he defeated sin and he overcame this world. That's why we have hope. So it's so important for us to recognize it. And you probably already just believe it and we've just accepted it as a matter of faith. But it's so important because there will be some that will say, no, he couldn't have come in flesh. It was, God can't do that. Well, God can do anything. And God chose to manifest himself in flesh, become 100% God, 100% man, all at the exact same time. That is the mystery of godliness. That is the miracle. But it's so important we recognize he came in flesh. That's what made his sacrifice so important for us. That's what made his sacrifice uh, work is because he laid down his own life He became the only individual, the only human being to ever live this life without sin. And then he took on every sin that had ever been committed before that and that would ever be committed after that. He took it on himself. He drank of that bitter cup that we talked about last week. He drank of that, took upon all the sins of the world so that we might be free. 
So that's why it's important that we believe Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Let's look at these last three verses. Ye are of God, little children, verse 4 of 1 John says, 1 John 4, verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They're of the world. Therefore, they, they speak of the world. The world hears them. But we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Ye are of God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So the question then, this is what ties all these, these two passages together. How can we, how are we made overcomers? Here's how we're made overcomers. Here's how we're made victorious. And here is the hope of this Christmas season. Again, I don't know what you've been through, all the heartache and the trouble and the the pain you've been through this year, but I want you to find joy this Christmas season. Good tidings of great joy are being spoken to you right now. You can find joy. You know why? Because God manifests himself in flesh. Jesus Christ came in the flesh and he gave of himself and he laid down his life, taking upon the sins of everyone, laid down his life died, rose again, ascended into heaven victorious. He said, I've overcome the world. And because he overcame the world, we can be overcomers. And through the power of the Spirit of God that now dwells in you, if you've received the Holy Spirit, if you've received the Holy Ghost, if you received it with the initial evidence of speaking in other tongues, if you received that Spirit of God living inside you, let me tell you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people that for the, the Son of Man, the, the Son of David has come, he's born in Bethlehem, that Son of God, God manifest in flesh. He now lives inside of you, and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We have been made overcomers. Paul goes on in Romans chapter 8 and says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. What great joy we can find in this Christmas season. You have hope. I have hope. I know sometimes we've got to smile through the pain. Sometimes we've got to smile through the tears. Maybe there's somebody not going to be around Christmas that used, that used to be, and there's pain inside of your heart. Maybe there's, there's something you, that's just lacking this year that's just not going to be there. It's just not going to be the same. I understand. There's, there's heartache. There's pain. There's struggle. And I don't want to diminish that. I don't want to diminish that. I, I know there's struggle. There's pain. There's hurt. But here are these good tidings of great joy. God came, and God came near. God came close to us. And he brings you joy this Christmas. You can have hope because if he lives inside of you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If you don't have his spirit, you can receive it. What better gift could you receive this Christmas season than the Holy Ghost coming to live inside of you? Rejoice in that gift and rejoice in that hope. How can we apply these scriptures? We could have gone a bunch of different ways, but I just chose two things that we could focus on. Maybe there's something else that jumps out to you in this passage you want to focus on this Christmas. But I want to challenge you these two things. First of all, share joy with others this Christmas season. Find a way to share some joy with somebody. 
find a way to shine the light of Jesus Christ into their life. Spread some kindness. Spread some joy. Spread some hope. Uplift somebody. Let the Holy Ghost flow. Let that power flow through you and uplift somebody. Find a way to share joy with somebody this Christmas season. Maybe somebody out, maybe it's somebody in your family, maybe it's somebody outside your family. Pray and ask God to lead you to somebody who needs some joy. Ask the Lord to lead you to somebody that needs a little hope this season. Be willing to share it with them. Share joy with someone this Christmas. And then secondly, here's what I want to challenge you. We have been made overcomers. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. So here's the challenge. Live like that's the truth. Live like that is the truth. It is the truth, but live like it. Live as an overcomer. When you feel yourself getting down and worried and fearful, Straighten your shoulders back. Call upon the name of the Lord. Claim his promises. Things might not change overnight, but you can find peace and hope and joy in the midst of it all. The psalmist told us, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I know the night might have been really long in 2020 for you. and Maybe you're still in the night, but joy is coming. Joy has come. He came 2,000 years ago as a baby manifest in flesh. But joy is coming to you again this year. Joy is coming to your home. Joy is coming to your life. Joy is coming to your heart. If you just lift up your voice and call on the name of Jesus, I believe you can find that. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Dear Lord Jesus, we are so grateful for the joy that you bring. This has been a very difficult year for so many people. We didn't see it coming. We didn't see the heartache. We didn't see the pain. We didn't see the struggle. But you so did get our attention during this year. And as we wrap up this year, our calendar year, God, we turn our hearts towards you. And we call upon your name. And we reach for that joy that only you can breathe. I, only you can bring. I pray for those that are listening right now. I don't know what they're going through, what they're struggling with, but I pray let joy visit them in a special way this Christmas season. Even right now, wherever they are, I pray that the joy of the Lord would be their strength. The weeping may endure for a night, but joy is on its way. Morning is breaking, and you are going to make them overcomers because greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. We thank you for the hope you bring and the joy you bring in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at PentecostalPublishing.com.